I've heard it like once or twice. <laughs> and I'm who I want to be. Perfect. There that we go. It. That was it. That got me. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Shoelace Effect. I like. <laughs> Hello. Hi. How are you? That was good. That was a good one. That's that was be, smooth. That was a good one. Yeah. I was Yeah. I wasn't. It was like a bomb, but that's fine. Wasn't expecting it. <laughs> that is the mood that we we're going to. Look at how this fucking. I know. Fucking <laughs> 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 frozen right now, so we're just gonna keep talking until she gets back. But she's laughing, so it's good. She is laughing. Um, this week is going to, our episode is about manifestation, everyone. I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. Kristen is a manifestation coach. Um, oh, no! and we just lost her, but that's fine. We'll just pause it right here. Um, then we can, I guess, reschedule and all I can, there's a co-working spot I can go to with better Wi-Fi. Well, let's see if this works. Yeah, so it'll work. No, we won't give it any energy. It. It's fine. <laughs> Um, okay, so guys, we are back. Uh, we, like she said, she is in Costa Rica, so if we have some technical difficulties, just bear with us. Um, <laughs> but Kristen is a manifestation coach. She helps people learn how to manifest money, love, abundance, and how to become a coach themselves. Um, and she is also a fellow podcaster. She's got yeah. the um, yeah. Pursuit of Bliss podcast, so go and listen to that after this episode. Um, welcome to the Shoelace Effect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited for this episode. We oh, yeah. have been talking about it like since we <laughs> talked last week. And like I was like about it, and then I was like, no, nah, just don't. I just watch it. I don't yeah. even anticipate it. I was just like, I'm <laughs> oh, I'm uh, I'm really excited for it as well. Um, so we are going to start off with pits and peaks, like usual. Um, um, I'll do mine really quick. I guess my first my pit this week. Or I get my peak of the week is I was in an Instagram ad, like my shuffling dance yes. in an Instagram ad. So that was super cool. This girl like screen like screen recorded it and sent it to me, and she was like, "You're on my you're on my ads on Instagram." That was cool. That's so cool. <laughs> um, and then my my pit, which isn't really a pit because I'm not like well dwelling on it or anything. There just hasn't been any new job postings and events in the last week for me to even apply to. So, I'm, but I'm good. I'm just, we're here we're in the middle of a pandemic. So obviously there's no really need for events at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'm good. I've got my, I got my paycheck coming in. I got the Amway back and I'm shuffling. So we're good. I'm podcasting. So. Got okay. it. <laughs> I love it. For you? Um, my pit, no, peak is, <laughs> yep, I'm here. I'm good. Your eyelashes like, look good. Works good. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all good. Yeah. In that aspect. Pits, though, I have two. Okay. And they're real. Okay. Um, I broke a nail and that hurt. That was And yeah. now I just, oh. like, I have no time to get it fixed. Mm -hmm. So I have to, like, go right after this. Yeah. And I already don't have any time to do it. I'm just making time. Yeah. And I don't want to. 
but it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. It'll look good when you look at so it. So it's a pit right now, but it'll be a peak in a second. Yeah. And then another <laughs> one that will hopefully, well, is going to turn into a peak soon is I have plantar fasciitis. Uh-huh. And it sucks. I swear to God. How did you decide that? I've you gone like through pain. Uh-huh. You know, I've had surgery on my stomach, really messed up my neck when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like, but this hurts mm-hmm. because I stand on my feet all day long. Yeah. I all day long. I come here and then I go teach. I don't sit down. Yeah. And so wow. I thought that I needed to stretch my heel because I stand on it one way at oh, work so it's all day. Heel. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. It feels literally like I'm standing on a rock. Okay. In the middle of my heel, it hurts so bad. And it's like all the way up the back of my leg. Ouch. It's awful. And um, so I was like, oh, I need to stretch it. So I stretched it. You're not supposed to stretch it. No, it's like a taffy. You're like the bottom uh, of your foot is like a taffy. And uh-huh. it's like overstretched. So I need to come back together. So now I'm literally like just walking like this. Like I'm just lifting up my foot and moving it. I'm not, I don't even want to bend my knee. Oh, yeah. Do you it's have to like awful. get a cast? Uh, or like a wrap or something? I don't know. There's like a hundred different ways. Some people say don't do anything, you know, just let it heal. You got to stay off of it. I'm like, physically impossible <laughs> for me. Yeah, you can't um, sound whatever. So yeah, I'm like, I'm just really babying the crap out of it. Yeah. And it's hurting my left hip. Yeah. Because I'm, for yeah. Oh, ouch. Mm-hmm. That sucks. I'm sorry. It sucks, but it'll be fine. No, I can't hear you. So we're just going to do it without the microphone. <laughs> okay. We'll just talk close to it, Katie. I am. Uh, so we just, so Pits and Nice. So long guys are going too. <laughs> we love to see it. We love it. Uh, um, what is your Pits and Peaks of the week this week? My pits and peaks. Uh, so yours actually reminded me of mine because my nail broke yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, I got my nails done, and two hours later, I broke my nails. Um, oh, and I also oh got gosh. a, I yeah, it's just that's the worst. And I also got a pretty bad sunburn. Um, my skin is not used to the Costa Rica sun because I came from winter in North Carolina. Um, <laughs> but God. the peak, the peak is that um, you know I get to be on the beach and mm-hmm. I'm my hotel I'm staying at is about like a 30 second walk from the beach so I've been at the beach like all day long and it's just you know it's like when you're in a place like this like Costa Rica it's like all the little things just go away oh like they no longer yeah. bother you yeah uh, so it's been really 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 nice to be here I just feel so relaxed oh that's awesome I need I want to go I want to go to the beach so bad <laughs> Come visit, come visit. Yes, it's so it's sure. so nice here. Even though here it's not, we're in Florida, so it's not like bad. We, oh, so, you don't have it too bad. I'm yeah. finally in shorts today. Yeah, it's nice. It's been cold for us. It's been cold. Mm-hmm. Can this long guy get out of I'm here? I'm about to go. Come on, <laughs> sir. Yo, I'm they always come at the worst time. God, we'll just—he's literally blowing in the hallway. At the door. <laughs> At your door. He's like, wait, one more, one more. Hi, all right, here he goes. So now, perfect. Okay, and so do you have any pits this week? We don't always have pits. So if you don't, oh, wait, you did have to say your pit. And then your peak is that you're by the beach. Mm-hmm. This guy is, is back. Anyways, okay, so let's get into it, guys. <laughs> um, so first, I wanted to kind of wrap up your story as kind of where you came to be like you started off as a teacher and how you ended up finding your way to being a manifestation coach 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, gosh. So I was actually a teacher in this town. So right now in Costa Rica, I'm in a small town I used to live in four years ago. And um, after I got my teaching credential, went to school and all that, I actually moved here to teach. I taught at an elementary school. I taught first through third grade combination classroom and just kind of realized like, this is not my thing. I am not meant to be doing this. It was, um, I just, and it was like my entire life since I was five years old. I always said, I'm going to be a teacher. Like, this is my purpose. I'm going to be a teacher. And so, you know, 25 years later when I was like, oh shit, like this isn't making me happy. Yeah. It was kind of like this crisis, like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Like, I thought this was it. I spent five and a half years studying for this. I spent my whole life thinking this was it. And I just kind of felt really lost and confused and just spiraled, had a few rock bottoms. And a couple of years after that, I started to learn about manifestation and I wasn't learning about it because I wanted to teach it. I was learning about it because I wanted to change my life. And at first it didn't work. And I didn't understand why. So I kind of stopped trying. And then a year later, I was so desperate. I gave it a shot again. And at this point, I was in a corporate job and I went all in. I was like waking up at 4 a.m. to study it. I was hiring coaches with money I didn't have, like spending my rent money on manifestation coaches. I uh, had no life. Even my social life was just purely studying it, applying it to my life. And my life started to change drastically in a matter of months. And I was sharing it on social media, just kind of what was going on in my life. At the time, my social media was, um, I was like a health coach, trying to be a health coach, posting recipes. So people didn't really understand like this manifestation stuff I was sharing about. But I started sharing and I had people reach out and say like, hey, like it's crazy how your life has changed. Like, would you be interested in coaching me? And I was like, huh. I guess I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how my business was born. Um, I never really chose it. It just kind of, it just kind of showed up. Okay. Um, and I just kind of kept going with the flow. You know, the universe kept sending the right people on my path and I just kept saying yes. And here I am, um, you know, a year and a half later after that first person reached out and it's, you know, my whole life, obviously. <laughs> awesome. And you are, cause I know we have an episode, um, about manifest, like how much is your business making right now? My mind. business um, has grown to more than half a million in the past year and a half. Um, so it went six figures in the first six months and um, I just surpassed half a million, I think a couple months ago. Ah, congratulations. That's wow, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it was really exciting. Yeah. Um, so to start off, I, if I'm not mistaken, the first step of manifestation is like learning how to love yourself fully and your mistakes. Um, and all the grief and the ugly that you off that we often like push away the uncomfortable feelings. Um, so can you just talk about how one, how important that is? And two, how you recently, I know you're in Costa Rica and you talk about one of your episodes, how big of an impact that made to your mm -hmm. growth and what happened there before and what you had to kind of come to terms with. Yeah, totally. all of that. <laughs> yeah, let's dive into it. So, you know, everything that you want to manifest is on the other side of an unfelt emotion, of emotions that are being repressed. So, if you know anything about manifestation, you've probably heard like, you got to be high vibe, right? You got to raise your vibration. And um, this is the reason that most people 
never manifest the things that they want. Because if you go and watch The Secret or you learn about manifestation from most people out there, um, you're most likely going to learn a surface level understanding of it, which is like, you got to be high vibe. You got to be happy and bubbly and like, just feel good all the time and like express gratitude all day long. And that helps. But the way you actually raise your vibration, which is just your energy is by feeling your emotions. So what happens is from a very young age, we learn that it's not safe to experience or feel or express emotions. So we repress them, we push them away. And so emotions are energy in motion. They get trapped in our body if we don't experience them because when you experience them, um, you can transmute them, they leave. They have to be felt to let to leave. Mm -hmm. So we have, most of us are walking around with all of these repressed emotions inside of us that yeah. we've never allowed ourselves to fully experience or feel because we don't feel safe to. It's not our fault. That's just like how our brains have been taught to survive in this society. Uh, so when we have these repressed heavy emotions, that energy is stagnant in our body and it holds down our vibration. And, you know, you can act happy and bubbly and express gratitude all you want, but that only works to an extent, right? That'll like get you from here to here. But if you want to get all the way up here where you want to be, you got to do the deep work. You mm -hmm. got to be willing to face the stuff that you probably don't want to look at. And you got to feel the things that feel uncomfortable and, and dive into that. Um, like you said, it could be grief. It could be shame. It could be anger. It could be anything that's been repressed inside of you. And so that work in combination with manifestation is so, 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 so powerful. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're not doing that kind of, that kind of work, then you're going to hit a cap on what you're able to manifest in your life. Mm -hmm. So with that said, um, I know you mentioned my podcast episode about me yeah. in Costa Rica, and I've been experiencing a lot of that because when I was here four years ago, that was like one of my rock bottoms in my life. It was like me drinking and partying six nights a week, like blackout drunk all the time. So hungover every single day, anxiety all day long, every single day. I was drinking to try to avoid my anxiety, which made my anxiety worse. And I was mm -hmm. broke, had no money. Uh, I, it was, I mean, I remember saying like, okay, I can only buy an avocado like once a week or once every other <laughs> week. Um, mm -hmm. and I was just, I was just miserable. And so coming back here as this new version of me, cause I'm so different has been extremely triggering or was in the beginning because I got here and everyone here it's a small town knows that version of me they knew they know the version of me that I'm not proud of or wasn't proud of was ashamed of mm -hmm. and so you know it's like I had to face that old version of me and what I realized was I still held a lot of shame for that version of me mm -hmm. and when we hold on to shame or resentment or guilt right these heavy emotions around our current selves our past selves or anyone else what we're doing is we're energetically tying ourselves to that version of us or to that situation, which means we attract more um, events, circumstances, people similar to that situation, and we can't get to that next level. Uh, so the universe was like, all right, Kristen, here it is. Like, you got to face this. Like, you've asked for more. Here it is. This is the work you need to do. So I spent a lot of time diving into forgiveness work around that version of me and like truly learning to forgive her and to love her again and to like release that shame and and, and that guilt and realized that that version of me was doing the absolute best she could at that time with her mm -hmm. level of awareness, her level of consciousness and the tools she had available to her, which, which wasn't a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so working through that for me has been in the past week, it's just yeah. been so, so transformational. Um, and I know that a lot of people struggle with 
withholding resentment or guilt for past versions of themselves. So I think that's a really important part of, of this kind of journey. Yeah. And I think that's important. I know you said um, in your episode, you were talking about how there were, you were back in the building that you used to teach at, but now for a different mm-hmm. purpose. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Which is crazy. But like that little moment that you had with yourself of like, I, when you said like you, you do the best you can with what you know in that time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like whatever totally. you, we grow every single day. So we can't expect it. Like we all we're like, we get embarrassed and things that we've done in the past. Like I'm embarrassed of some things that I've done a lot of things that I've done in the past. I'm like, I try to avoid it, but like at the same time, I try not to be ashamed of it, you know, because like, that's yeah. all we knew, you know, we were young, we're still young, we're 24 years old. We're still learning, you know, there's still, yeah. I'm going to look back in 10 years and be like, Oh my God, when I was 24, like I did this, this and that. And it's just like, we're doing the best we can. at the moment. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, all, we're all doing the best we can. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, shame for typically for a pat for the past, shame around the past, typically comes from us um, holding that past version of ourselves to our current standards and mm-hmm. expecting that version of ourselves to have the same awareness we have now and to be making decisions from our current level of consciousness. And that's not a fair standard to hold ourselves to because mm-hmm. obviously they don't have the same awareness that we have now in this moment. So yeah, that moment was crazy. It was um, the school I used to teach at in this town where I was miserable, um, had some of my worst moments ever. Um, I came here and I, um, made a meeting at the co-working place that this new co-working spot. And I was like, great. I can't wait to see it. can't wait to go work there. And I get the address. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like it's a school. I was in the classroom. I used to teach in, it was turned into this co-working office. Um, and it was like this full circle moment, you know, like I used to come here and I was so miserable and, and now I'm here doing what I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I like sat down and had a moment and connected with my past self and just was like, Hey, like it's okay. I forgive you. I love you. Like, I, I know what you're going through and like, everything's going to be okay. And, um, yeah, it was really, really powerful moment. Mm -hmm. Moving from, so I started drinking in Orlando, Mm -hmm. did all my drinking career in Orlando, Mm -hmm. left Orlando, stayed in Stewart for a year, hid, Mm -hmm. and then came back to Orlando as a completely different person with a different motive. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say I like paid that old person any thought because I really put them to rest when I was in Stewart. But it's a lot like it's emotional like to even talk about it, but it's a real thing. Mm -hmm. Holding on to resentment. Yeah, but that's that's the biggest thing is not like we already said, it's just not to be ashamed of it. And that's the only way you can move forward from it, you know? I don't even like resent the person. Mm -hmm. I more so like miss them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I don't know how to explain it. Cause like, so there's the part of me that like lived and did all the things, mm-hmm. but I miss the person that was inside of that person. Mm-hmm. Cause I love the person that's inside of this good human being now that is doing the right things on the outside and the inside. But I miss the old soul that was in the bad habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know what you mean. Cause she was like, super innocent um what was I gonna say the oh where'd it go I wanted to talk about star fishing because what you kind of referred to as star fishing mm, in, one of your, uh-huh. in one of your episodes about kind of like these emotions that even like you're feeling yeah. um and that we all feel around different things 
and about how just sometimes sitting there and like what you can explain more of what star fishing is. <laughs> yeah, this is such, I've never had anyone ask me about this. I love that you're asking this. Um, yeah, so basically, like I said before in the beginning, typically we, we are taught to, we learn to repress and push away our emotions. And so we will typically have a body response. For example, if you're feeling embarrassment or shame, you might like cringe and like your body tenses up and like you, like all of your muscles tense up, you might not even notice it. But if you were to tune into your body, you'd realize like you're tense, you're clenching, you're, you're pulling yourself inward, right? To like almost to protect yourself. It's like this defense mechanism. And so a really good way to begin to like retrain your body that, Hey, it's safe for me to feel this. It's safe for me to feel this emotion. I welcome this emotion is to consciously like open your body. And a really good way to do that when you're feeling an uncomfortable emotion, like embarrassment or shame or guilt or sadness or whatever it is. And you find yourself clenching up and like closing your heart and pushing the emotion away is to go lay on your bed or somewhere and just starfish like mm-hmm. um, arms out legs out it's like your whole body is open and like you're opening your heart basically to this emotion mm-hmm. and so when you're you know our physical body is so connected to um, our emotional body and our spiritual body and our energy and so when you physically open your body it's a lot easier to actually um, energetically open your heart to receive and feel the emotion. And so when I find myself in like an uncomfortable scenario and I'm like, okay, I'm closing right now. Mm-hmm. I just go and I starfish and I will literally <laughs> say out loud. I will say out loud, like whatever the emotion is, if it's like shame or embarrassment, I'll say, you know, what, embarrassment or sadness, like you're welcome here. Mm-hmm. Um, I am here. I am open to feeling you like you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, like, that can really help anyone who feels like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you don't have nothing you don't have ashamed of it you're not really right. embarrassed you're of just it. like something to be embarrassed you're like of. feeling your feelings and then you're like am i really that embarrassed am i really that scared and then you're like oh shit no, no, I got yeah. this it's just, mm-hmm. I'm breathing. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. It makes it easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing about emotions like embarrassment or shame or whatever it is, is most of the suffering doesn't come from the emotion itself. Most mm-hmm. of the most of the time, the suffering is coming from our resistance to feeling the emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we work so hard to not feel embarrassed or whatever it is that we create That's more suffering. suffering for ourselves because exactly. what you resist persists even more strongly. So truly, if you allow it to flow through you and allow yourself to be at peace with the emotions, you eliminate a lot of suffering for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's, it's a process to retrain yourself to actually, to actually be able to do this. And so mm-hmm. for anyone listening who's like, oh my gosh, I have a really hard time feeling emotions like it's okay mm-hmm. um but just make that contra- conscious effort to become aware of when you do start to close off when the emotions show up mm-hmm. and they're not all that bad either mm-hmm. and then they make you appreciate the good emotions even that much more yeah you mm-hmm. said i don't remember the quote exactly that you said but it was something about like you can't feel the highest highs unless you feel the lowest lows yeah you know yeah you can only go as high as you go low and yeah, it's true it's mm-hmm. always 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 going to be that polarity and i think for me that's what makes it easier when I'm in the midst of like, yeah, I don't know, like crying my eyes out or feeling something really heavy. It's like, yeah, it's not going to feel technically like good or joyful, but at the same time, you can have that inner peace and like knowing that there's this higher perspective of on the other side of this release is like the joy that I'm looking for, the Mm -hmm. abundance that I'm asking for, the love. And as low as I am now, I'm about to be high. And Mm so that perspective, I think makes it, um, a lot easier to feel safe 
um, when experiencing the heavier emotions. Mm-hmm. And you only experience it for a little bit at a time. And again, like I would just binge your, your podcast getting ready to like get a feel for everything. But uh, <laughs> like you do, you said you like, you only feel it for 10 to 15 minutes at a time sometimes, and then you feel better. And then yes, you might have to go through those 10 to 15 minutes every like twice a day or three times a day or mm-hmm. once a day for a couple weeks or a couple months. But after that, it's, it's done, you know what I mean? And it's only for a small amount of time. And as soon as you starfish and you let those emotions come out and you feel it, you feel better and you can, and you, you're like, that's it. You, you felt it and you can kind of move on and then maybe it'll happen yep. again, but you just sit there and deal with it and it'll be a lot faster of a process Think to get about, to the other side. Yeah. Like what you can control about it. Mm-hmm. And if there's nothing you can control about it, then just like, let it hurt for a second. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like let yep. it feel whatever you're feeling. Yeah, uh-huh. let it hurt and then let it go. Yeah. Um, so let it go. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And you're not gonna let it go after one one session. You know, no. another thing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take some time. Um the natural process. Yeah. yeah. Even you, like you I'm sure you let it go like a while ago, all the resent like the about your past situation, but, but then coming so back to yeah, come up and coming back to that place brought it all back again. You right. had to redo it and do it again. Like I'll cry. Yeah. But everything uh-huh. let go of. Exactly. And I'm healed, yeah. but I'll, it's emotional. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make it any less emotional. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and I think at, at each each time you kind of like level up in your life and you reach a new level of consciousness or awareness, you have to reintegrate almost everything. So, you know, it's normal to reach this new level in your life that you feel like you've grown the most, you've healed the most, like you're at the best place you've ever been in, and for all of your old fears and insecurities to come back. Uh, because they're asking to be reintegrated at this higher level that you're at. So it's, you know, it's, it's normal for some of the fears or sadness or things like that to come back. Um, when you feel like, wait, why is this back? I'm doing the best I've ever done. And it's like, okay, it's coming back so I can integrate this at my new level of awareness and consciousness, therefore to reach that next level. Um, so yeah, this isn't like, there's no end destination of this perfectly healed version of you that doesn't exist. It's always going to be an ongoing process. Mm-hmm. now you have more ways to cope with it too yeah exactly it becomes easier yeah mm-hmm. for sure um okay so now like you we've dealt with all of the like you're dealing with your emotions you're starfishing you're doing all the things um and now you're in a place of more love and acceptance for yourself and you're kind of manif- you're in that manifesting stage so kind of t- mm-hmm. what what is manifestation and how do people how are some ways that people manifest or you manifest Mm -hmm. So manifestation is basically just um, using your energy and the power of your mind, especially your subconscious mind to attract whatever you desire into your reality. So you get to consciously design your own life and call it in. And so you have to learn to align your energy or your vibration with whatever it is that you want to call in. And so um, part of doing this, like manifestation at a basic level is really just feeling the feelings of having whatever it is you want. Uh, you know, you want to manifest $10, you want to manifest a car. When you feel truly grateful and excited as if it was yours right now, it's already yours, then it will show up because that makes you a vibrational match for it. But this can be easier said than done, right? Like doing this for a cup of coffee, usually pretty easy. Doing this for $10 million, if you've never even manifested $100, usually very difficult because We've all got a subconscious belief system. Most of our beliefs are set in stone before the age of seven. And if you picked up a belief in childhood that says, I'm unworthy of money or money is the root of all evil, or I have to trade hours 
for money, um, mm -hmm. then your mind is not going to believe that you can actually manifest $10 million. You're not going to feel worthy of it. And so most of the manifestation work is around rewiring the mind to, to align with whatever your desires are. Mm -hmm. So every time you want to manifest more and more and more, you have to dive deeper and deeper and deeper into yourself, into your psyche, into your subconscious, into your emotions. Um, I always say, actually, you know, manifestation really is more a process of unlearning all of the bullshit that we picked up growing up in this society um, rather than learning because manifesting is easy. It's natural. We're meant to be doing it. Children do it amazingly. Um, so we don't really need to focus on learning that we really need to focus on unlearning everything else that's blocking us from accessing our natural manifestation abilities. Mm -hmm. and, and so that's a lot of what I teach, but for people who want to start manifesting, um, what I recommend you do is pick something small that feels exciting, but believable for you. Um, you know, so I wouldn't start out with $10 million, maybe start out with $10 or a cup of coffee, or I used to always manifest front row parking seats parking spot, uh -huh. you know, go to concerts or the mall or something, uh -huh. I would manifest, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get a spot right in front and it would always happen. Uh -huh. And so what you can do is, um, what I like to do, or I did in the beginning was I would write a little thank you note to the universe. And I would say, dear universe, like, thank you so much for this cup of coffee. Like, I'm so grateful. It was so unexpected. Um, I would express gratitude for it. And then I would go put the note away and hide it in my drawer and forget about it. And then I would make my number one job to feel as much joy as possible that day, because when we're in joy, we're in a state of receiving. Um, so pick what you want, make sure it's believable, but exciting, write a little thank you note to the universe and then make your number one priority joy. Okay. That's, hmm, that's interesting. I never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. Because you can manifest just like literally a good day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And just to be, that's, like, yeah. thank you so much for having that lady, like say hi to me twice. Yeah. Tell me my eyes mm -hmm. are yeah. Like, yeah. I loved it. She made my day. Yeah. That happened the other day. I was at work actually. And so I was washing my hands and the lady was like, how are you? I was like, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I was at Publix the other day and the, the cashier was like, I love your eyes. I was like, I love your heart. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great day. I love that. Yeah, you definitely can manifest a good day. And you know, something else, you speaking of compliments reminded me of this is another really good manifestation tip. If you're feeling like nothing is coming or you're feeling like, mm -hmm. oh, why is my manifestation not coming? Because we get into that like icky desperation mode is instead of focusing on receiving your manifestation, go give it away. Mm -hmm. So if you want to manifest money, go tip double next time you go out to eat. Mm -hmm. um, when I was broke, I used to buy cups of coffee. I didn't even really drink coffee, but I would buy like a cup of coffee at Starbucks just so I could tip double. I didn't have money to do that at a restaurant, but I could tip right. $2 at the Starbucks and feel really, really abundant. Like if you want to receive more affection or more compliments, go give a bunch of compliments away. So um, or if you want to manifest a car, ask yourself, how am I going to feel when the car comes? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, how can I go make other people feel that way today? Mm -hmm. Um, how can I inspire them to feel more joy and more excitement? So whatever it is you want, go blast it out into the world all day long. And I promise Beautiful. you will feel more abundant and you will feel less desperate for your manifestation, which in turn, um, magnetizes more to you. Mm -hmm. I just learned that too. Cause I, I mean, I was, I, always thought manifestation was more so like you write it down and you think about it. And like, I always like, I knew people would say, write it down as you like, I already have it, but like truly feel like that practice of feeling it. Like now I'm like, when I'm journaling, I'm like writing down like how I truly, like how like I have it, like I feel it, like how I'm feeling when I already yeah. have it. Mm -hmm. 
This yeah. kind of reminds me of like, you know, on Jason's episode when mm-hmm. it's like the tally game. Mm-hmm. It's like in your morning, like, are you the root of it? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If every conversation you're having right now is going bad, it's probably you. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, all right, I didn't trip going out the door. Okay, you know, yeah. lady was nice to me when I pulled up because I, I'm giving out. I'm like, not like, oh my God, I'm going to trip. I'm like, yeah. we're going to be walking smooth. We're going to be good. We're going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Light eyes on the coffee. <laughs> you got nice eyes right, right away. Yeah, you're beautiful. <laughs> I'm guaranteed. Keep it up. Keep it up. You got to throw that shit out there. So um, what are common mistakes that people usually make when manifesting? If we didn't write um, I think a couple. So I think the most common mistake is focusing on the lack of your manifestation mm-hmm. rather than your manifestation being here. So if you want to manifest $10, but all you're thinking about is how you don't have $10 um, or you want to manifest more money, but all you're thinking about is how you don't want to be broke. Like, oh, I really don't want to be broke anymore. I want to manifest $10, but most of your energy is still going to the concept of being broke. Mm-hmm. You know, so you never want to say like, I want to manifest not being broke. The universe just hears broke. And it's like, as you wish, right? Mm-hmm. And so we want to make sure our focus is on the manifestation rather than the lack of the manifestation. Another thing people do often to hear all the time, I want to manifest myself out of my job. I don't like my job. And I'm like, great. But your focus is on the job that you don't like, right? And where your focus yeah. goes, your energy flows. This so you have to ask yourself, not like, what do I not want in my life? But what do I, what do I actually want in my life? So we want to focus on the job that we want or the money being here already rather than the lack of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first thing mm-hmm. like yeah. uh, I'm an alcoholic I wake up every day oh my god I hate myself okay mm-hmm. my focus is I gotta get showered with this two sips of vodka and then I gotta get to the store mm-hmm. it's not all right I should breathe a little bit you know mm-hmm. so and then with it's when, on the alcohol yeah it's on the alcohol 100% you can change that and then a lot of people always ask me, like, because, you know, I've always had severe, like, depression, anxiety, all the mm-hmm. things, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it doesn't take me over anymore, and it's not something that I need to go scream to people that I have. It's my feelings. Mm-hmm. They are what they are. Everybody exactly. has it, in a way. Mm-hmm. And um, not necessarily, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so people will focus on that. Mm-hmm. I'm depressed, I'm depressed, I'm depressed. Not, I want to be happy go mm-hmm. do the, they're just focused on mm-hmm. how depressed on the word they depressed. are yeah or they how are anxious depressed. they are and i'm like mm-hmm. right so like you can feel that but like let's figure out how to fix it but like that goes along with exactly what she's saying manifesting coffee money little things little things mm-hmm. it's like a practice a that is applied <laughs> in every aspect of your life mm-hmm. yeah yeah it builds your belief yeah. And I think with that said, what you're saying about uh, anxiety, things like that, it can be really difficult for someone who's extremely anxious to just even believe that they can manifest themselves feeling good. Because oh, usually we're like, okay, well, I want to be really joyful, but I don't even know what that feels like. So right. instead of going all the way to the opposite side of the spectrum, can we start smaller? Like what would be just like a little bit better than how I'm feeling right now? And let's focus on that right. because that feels believable to me. And then once you attain that, okay, let's get to that next level. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's not like I want to wake up and feel so joyful and well-rested and amazing because maybe you don't believe that. Maybe it's like, I'm going to wake up and 
yeah, I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel calm or I'm going to get one thing done, or mm -hmm. I'm going to uh, feel more productive today, or maybe just, I'm going to feel more calm today, not even calm. Sure. I'm just going to feel more calm. Mm -hmm. um, so how can we, how can we make this something that is believable to me? Because if it's not believable, I'm going to feel like I'm failing when I don't make it happen. I'm going to discourage myself and then, you know, spiral even deeper. I think that leads like right into just living slow because along with sobriety, work, uh, everything, it all takes time mm -hmm. to build those things. So it's like, as long as you're doing your stuff every single day, it'll come. Yeah. And so just, yeah, like not being anxious about a year from now, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I don't know. I got a lot on my to-do list today. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I'm not even worried about night school because I got a lot to do. I got to get my nails fixed. I got to get my nails fixed. <laughs> so yes. we're, we're not there yet. Not there yet. It's a stop worry. Yet. And then, yeah, no, mm -hmm. I think that, yeah, that really applies to a lot. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so common mistakes. Okay. So um, I didn't really know. So like you, I you had an episode about living your like most authentic, most authentic self. Um, but like, it's hard to lie. It's hard, like, how do you find, like, what are ways that you can do to find that authentic version of you? Because there's things every day that like, if you don't like you, you block, you block things out with work and with all of needing money and with needing gas and whatever. And you don't think about who you authentically are. Um, so yeah, something. Else. Yeah. I mean, I think the best way to learn to become your authentic self is to stop worrying about what, who your authentic self is and to start yeah. figuring out who it's not. Mm -hmm. uh, because you put too much pressure on, oh, who is my highest self? Who is my authentic self? And it's like, you're never going to figure that out. But yeah. what you are going to do is remove layers of everything you've picked up over the years to keep you safe that is not in alignment with, with your authentic or highest self. Um, so, you know, for example, I would, for me, it's like taking a good look at my life or it was taking a good look at my life and asking myself, how many of my goals and desires and things that I'm stressed about are really, truly actually my heart's desires and how many of them am I really just working toward because I want to receive praise from my parents or mm -hmm. I want to look a certain way to the world or I want to be awesome. successful so people think more of me and that can be a triggering thing to like being that honest with yourself can be very difficult. Not everyone's actually ready to do that. But I think that's the first step is where in my life am I doing things not for me and being really honest about that? Because if you ask yourself, you ask your intuition and, and you're willing to listen, the answers will come to you. Um, but not everyone wants to hear them. And so I think that's the first step. anxiety gets let go too, because you're not living for other people. Mm -hmm. You're like, all right, I got, I'm doing this for me. Like, yeah, like the praise and stuff is good, but like, I, I wanted to do that. Exactly. And yeah. like, yeah. when, when you take a step back and like, you stop worrying about like, uh, just figuring out who you are, what you really are. You're like, Oh, I really don't hate myself that much. Mm -hmm. I'm actually a pretty cool person. Yeah. And then you can like yeah. add what you actually want instead of being like, I want to be this. Mm -hmm. And you don't even know what that thing is. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and also like, I, some of that, I, I personally experienced it's an inspiration, not like a copy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Is that the, your authentic, like, it doesn't change. You're always like the person you are is the person you are. Mm -hmm. But like, like I made like me, like with the shuffling and everything, like what I'm doing now is different than what I was doing a year ago. But a year ago, I still was living my authentic truth of what I thought I wanted to do, you know, and I mean, and working towards that. So like, 
I think when people sometimes when people when things shift, like to sit there and, and like be one, be patient with yourself, and two, like that wasn't not your most authentic self. That was your authentic self at the time with what you knew and what mm-hmm. the situation was at that time. And now you're not in that person anymore. Now you're a different person, and so like that now this is your new authentic self you know what i mean you're still it, yeah. it shifts and changes until you're finally at that level of who you want to be um, no i think it's always going to shift yep, absolutely yeah. and i think yeah i guess it's true you're never going to be like you're always going to keep growing you should want like life will be boring as shit you're going to be dead like you might as well roll over at that point if you like have made if you've maxed out i don't know mm-hmm. i mean it like you'll get what you want and then you'll be a new person. Mm-hmm. And you'll want something else. Yeah. So you'll just change and shift and constantly grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think a big it. part of um, a big part of this process is when you're uncovering, oh, wait, I'm doing X, Y, and Z, not for, you know, the reasons I should be, is rather than shaming yourself or like, oh, yeah. hey, I actually realize I'm doing this because I want to receive praise. And instead, give that praise to yourself right? Clearly a part of you is so in need of praise, of words of affirmation that you're shifting your whole life to try to receive them. And now it's time to give it to yourself. And so when you start to, you can under, better understand what your needs are by looking at your life and figuring out where am I doing things not for myself or where am I making myself smaller um, for whatever reason to fit in, to, to receive praise, to feel better. Um, and when you do that, you can start to uncover what are my unmet needs? Because we're always going to try to meet our needs unconsciously in the external world. We're going to do things to try to receive our needs externally. When we become conscious of that, we can start to meet our own needs internally. And then all of the external stuff that was just to try to get those needs met, that's going to start to fall away and not feel as uh, important anymore. So it becomes a lot easier to, to, I guess, become your authentic self, um, when you start to really understand what are my unmet needs and how can I begin to meet them myself? You can figure out that and the starfish. And starfish. You <laughs> <laughs> love feelings, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. um, Doug, do you have any questions that came up throughout that little conversation? No, I just love how they really just tied into just, it's life, mm-hmm. you know? It is, yeah. I feel like I have a very good grasp on myself. Mm-hmm. So whenever we interview like different people, I can really dive into that whole world. Mm-hmm. I'm like definitely a feeler in that aspect. So I just loved the conversation. And like, if we kept going, yeah. Oh yeah, no, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was going to listen to your episodes and like writing things down. Yeah. Well, I was listening to, uh, I don't know whose it was. I just, Cause I didn't, this was before I knew what we were doing. Uh-huh. Um, it was the other night though. I think it was like Monday night or something. It was a manifestation coach and it was uh, music. Mm-hmm. How to manifest with music. I fell asleep so I can't, <laughs> but I was, yeah, I was listening to that. It was good. <laughs> can't tell you how it ended. But. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was starfishing. I yes. was laying in bed. Eyes closed. <laughs> had it on my, I was just listening. Everyone needs to starfish today at some point. <laughs> feels good. Now I get my best breathing done right there on my back, right before bed, and I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feels good to feel all that. <laughs> um, so before we move into our little accountability section, is there anything else I guess that you wanted to add um, about the conversation or anything? I don't know if you have anything specific that you want to say. If not, it's good. <laughs> um, Let's see here. I guess uh, for anyone listening who's starting their manifestation journey, I think one thing that's really important to understand is that 
And invitation does require action, right? Mm-hmm. We can't just sit around and visualize and journal and be grateful and like feel our emotions and expect everything to shift. We have to take action. And people oftentimes miss the process. They do all the other stuff and then they don't take action because, um, oftentimes the action you need to take to receive your manifestations is going to feel scary because it's not going to align with who you used to be. It's not going to align with your old belief system. So to get where you want to go, you have to take uncomfortable action. And so what I want people to understand is fear is okay, but it's not okay to let fear stop you if, Mm -hmm. if you truly want to change your life. And so the question always is, um, you know, is the risk worth it? Mm -hmm. Um, and, if your vision for whatever you want to manifest is aligned, then the risk or the fear is always worth it. If it's not worth it, then you've got to reevaluate your vision and what you're wanting to manifest. Um, but I think that's really important for people to understand is um, you got to feel the fear and do it anyway. Your excitement is your North star. Follow it no matter how scary yeah. it is. And um, your life will change faster than you can imagine. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I like that your North star is your excitement. Um, so what, that did come up with a question for me personally. So like, what do you sit for people who are like in that position of like, cause I'm like, I'm ready to take, I got ready. I'm, I said another episode, like I'm ready coach put me in, like I'm ready to take that action, but I'm just like, I'm not sure where, to, what action to take right now. At the moment. Don't dwell on that. I don't. Yeah, I don't. That's what I'm saying. But the fact that we're talking about it, like for people in that like space, you know what I mean? Like what is the, like, I try meditate on it. I journal, I've been journaling more than I've ever journaled before just to kind of think about just like to, to open up, you know what I mean? And to see what I receive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and I'm not dwelling, you know, I'm doing, I'm continuing on with my life and doing my things. I'm doing what I like more than I've ever done before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I know it'll come, but for anyone else feeling that way, like what, what would you say to them? I always say it's better to take messy, uncertain action than no action Mm -hmm. Uh, because no decision is ever a wrong decision. You're always going to get what you wanted or the lesson you needed to get where you want to be next time. So you can't fail. You can't make a mistake if you're looking at it that way. And truly that, that is how life works. If you're open to receiving whatever the lessons are Mm -hmm. and there is always action you can take. So Mm -hmm. if you're not sure what the action is, go find someone who has what you want. Um, I don't know what you're trying to manifest, but if it's a career or a certain, you want to move somewhere or whatever you want a relationship, whatever it is, go find someone who has exactly what you want and learn from them. Mm -hmm. Um, that is the fastest way to figure out the next action for you. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what I always do. No matter what it is I want, I find someone who has it and I learn from them. I don't care how I, how I have to figure it out to learn from them, but I make it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, that's interesting that you yeah. said that. Figure out why you want what you want mm-hmm. to make sure that you really want it and you don't just want the praise yeah, or the fame no, or sure. the what. Because mm-hmm. then now we got to go all the way back to the feelings. feelings. Yeah. Why do you feel that? And way? I'm conscious of that. Like I try to make, like whenever I post something or do something, I like make sure. Am I doing this for I, me? Yeah. Am I doing it for me or am I doing it? And like I always say to you, like when something how like, I'm like, I see, I see the recognition, but like, I take that, like, of course it's like, you just say, okay, you take that into account, but it's not the reason that I'm doing it. You know what I mean? And I've known, like, journal, like I write in my journal all the time that like my reason is to make other people feel that they can do it too, you know, that they can do something new. And like, I want to, when I say that I want to directly impact 20,000 people, like it's not what, whether that's through the podcast or through the shuffling or through whatever I'm doing through an event, I want to direct, I, I write in my journal, like I want to 
um, what is it? I direct, I want to have a motivating, inspiring and useful impact on 20,000 people. So, and like, I think my kind of message so far has been like that I tried something new, I shuffled and I love it. And like, I'm putting it out there for everyone to see, not because I want them to praise me, but because it's like, I can, like, you can do it too. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. not, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Like you're not, there's nothing mm -hmm. you're trying, like it's just, mm -hmm. go ahead and try it, like do it. And that's what kind of what I feel my message is and like what I'm figuring out what to do with that, which I'm not. It's confidence. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. And like, I like the quote of, um, when you are, when, what is it? When you allow yourself to be you, you allow others to be themselves. Absolutely. And I truly feel that that's something that I like to do. Like I want, like you can like be yourself, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Cause people are looking at you like, oh, I want that. And you're looking at other people like, oh, I want that. Mm -hmm. like, you don't even realize that like one of my uh, professionals is like, hey, you gotta realize like we look at you like like you're the and I was like, yeah, but I have I so don't. many people that I, I look see at, that way, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just always, I don't know. Um, but what I say, I liked that you said that to like find someone who who got who has that and to talk to them. I was just talking to Miles the other day because he's like in the little. My boyfriend's a software developer, but he's like super into this new software stuff. It's a whole thing. But um, he's like, I don't know if I should get the job that I want to get the pay that I like I've been wanting for so long, or if I should still take some more time to you're young to that like, exact those time to to do to to try to get into the field that I want to get into, but I still don't have enough experience to get into. Like, I still have to learn more. Um, so he's like at that crossroads, and I told him, I'm like, read like Best listen mistakes. to. I was like, read like you listen to podcasts. You he's on Reddit all day long. He's on YouTube. I'm like talk to those people, like email them, like message them on Instagram, like talk to them. And I'm like, you can talk to Would me about it. Would you rather have fun or and your bills paid or just have your bills paid? Yeah, a little and like, you don't have kids like, right now, you know what I mean? And like, he can bounce the ideas off of me all day long, but I have no idea what he's talking about half the time, you know? Like he's, he has to explain, he has to give me a backstory, like explain all this stuff and it's just constantly changing. And like talking to me, it's gonna help you kind of work through things in your head, but having someone respond to what you're saying with actually knowing what they're like talking about, is going to trigger other things in your head and you're mm -hmm. going to be able to come up with that final idea for the app or whatever that you wanted to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Because I mean, to get somewhere you've never been, you have to become someone that you're not yet, right? We have to become a new version of us to attract a new life because you manifest what you are. And so usually to get somewhere that you've never been, you don't even know who you need to become because you've never been that person, which is why it's so important to learn from people who are already there. Mm -hmm. Um, because you aren't even going to know the questions to ask or the things that you, you would never even know. You mm -hmm. need to be exactly. around those people. Like you, you need to feel their energy. Uh, so I think that is those. so important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I also think it's important to, um, stop thinking logically for a period of time because our logical yeah. brain likes to just figure out what, what's the safest, what's the safest mm -hmm. and what's the safest yeah. isn't always what's best for us. And so instead of thinking logically about something or like making like, you know, lists of positives and negatives like just put all of that aside and Go visualize the best case scenario of both outcomes yeah and say hey wh which best case scenario of excites me the most mm -hmm. which one feels the best in my body and then that's the one you go with yeah yeah all right even ish <laughs> like, yeah. um so okay so thank you for that that was yeah i wanted to awesome. just ask that yeah um, so we'll move into our last little segment, the accountability segment. Um, I know mine for this week is I was shuffling before like three or four times a week and I had to take a break because my legs were like screaming and my body was hurting. So I like backed up a little bit, but now like I shuffled yesterday 
and it felt good and I was okay I want to get back to like I want more than one time a week or two times a week because I want like obviously I want to keep it getting better and take more classes so um, I want to get back to trying to do that three days a week this week that's mine I don't know I have a lot on my to-do list like I don't even mm -hmm. have time to even think about like mm -hmm. Not once my schedule is tied mm -hmm. um I am meeting with someone like outside of both jobs which Ooh. Is cool. like not because I want to do anything else mm -hmm. no yeah, I yeah. just that's a step that's a step I'm just open to you know that's a step to being open. Yeah, that's showing that you're Meeting open people. to yeah, of course to whatever is next for you. Yeah, like always. That. And like I've been working on ideas for the uh, barber shop. I asked about something to correlate with it, so that's a step. So I'm already doing the things. Mm -hmm. um, I just really want my foot to heal, so I'm taking my sign because I have my list. Mm -hmm. I'm not adding to it. I'm spread very thin. Mm -hmm. right yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> So I'm you're maxed. I'm maxed. You're maxed out. <laughs> I'm maxed. And Dundee needs a bath. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and anything for you that you are holding yourself accountable for? I think she's frozen. That's okay. Damn it. <laughs> She'll come back. There she is. It's reloading. There it is. <laughs> Can you hear us? My internet is killing. That's okay. Oh, we, made we made it. it. We made, yeah. yeah this. This. this is it. I am impressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ending is going to be, it's the best part. Yeah. Honestly. Um, so anything that you like need on your to-do list that you like need to get done or that you've been putting off or whatever, anything you want to hold yourself accountable for? Um, nothing I've been putting off, but um, mine's going to sound so typical. I need to drink more water. Okay. Um, I'm already, I'm already bad at it. And then being here where it's so hot, I'm just, I'm dehydrated yeah. every single day. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I, yeah, every single hour I need to drink a water bottle. Yes. That's oh, a good that's one. I have a, a big, lot. I like this. I'm a, I'm a water drinker. Oh, that's nice. On track, so. That's a good big <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, that's my tip for that. Mm. Um, and then, okay, everyone, you guys tell us your accountability. Okay, great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, this is awesome. awesome. This is a great conversation. Right. Um, I know I got a lot from it. You got a lot from it. I hope I Absolutely. know our got a lot from it. Um, so yeah, you guys, let us know if you have any questions. I'm sorry about the audio if it's a little messed up, but it is what it is. You know how we do already, guys. <laughs> I'm manifesting a great week for all of us. Yes. <laughs> week. Um, awesome. Happy Monday. Love you. Bye. Love you, bye. I'm itching. Okay, perfect. Oh. <laughs> Thank you oh so much.